It's another episode of the Ranting Cast. I'm your host, Frank Curry, and Ron is with me today. Uh, no guests this week. However, we're going to be doing a entire Sabres preview as the season gets started on Thursday. Uh, Sabres have made their final roster moves ahead of the opening of the regular season. So we saw, uh, Ron, we saw UPL and Pilot go down to uh, Rochester. So those are the final moves that had to be made. Uh, Riley Sheehan, another guy, uh, was just placed on IR. So assuming he, when he gets back, he'll probably be sent down to Rochester. He saw a bunch of their depth guys go down. And we saw J.J. Paterka officially has made the roster. He was a big question mark uh, during the preseason. Was, was, would, he be, would he need more time in Rochester and be first forward call-up, or does he make the team? Which is right. funny. And, because a year ago, everyone said he, if he didn't get it, you know, whatever happened, he probably should have made the team last year. He so. was very the, every every all the talk was he was really close. Like yeah. they, he was one of the last cuts. Yes, he was, and they couldn't now, make it. Now he, you know, he's now he's here. Um, you know, and now you wonder with with when there is another injury, who would be the first forward call up from Rochester? Now it's not that it's not going to be Paterka. That's going to be an interesting. Interesting debate to Malone? talk about, you know. Malone could be a guy. I would imagine it's either it would be either him or uh Weisbeck or Rusek would be and Byro would be my would be the first guys I would think of. I don't you know we're gonna we're gonna see Kulik down there, we're gonna see Rosine down there, we're gonna see uh Kisakov down there as well this year. So you wonder so I, I would imagine those those three guys aren't going to be looked at as being called up to the Sabers anytime soon. Um, yeah, let's so, hope no injuries. You know, that's all. That you, if the, if those guys <laughs> are being called up, this team is being devastated by injuries. Would be yes. my guess. And they're not like the Buffalo Bills; they can only they can't handle that many injuries. Yeah, no that that is true. Um, so obviously wanna, it's official. It's official too. Comrie Anderson's going to be the tandem. Uh, I want to start with the Met. Yeah, I'd, I'd say it's starting goal. We we start in yeah. goal. Um, I mean, it's no surprise. Comrie and Anderson, I think. Uh, I'm the disappointed. Way- I'm disappointed because I thought UPL should be up here. They every time he played up here, his stats were better. He was just a better yeah. goalie up here. I think you know, yeah, it seemed like injury bugs get to maybe Dave Wild a little bit more minor league time. I don't think he's gonna be there all year. I kind of wish they would have no. started him up here. Him and Comrie go back and forth, and you know, and Dave Anderson, I, you know, what are you gonna do with him? So. I just wish it would have been Comrie and uh, UPL just going back and forth, you know, 40 games. He's just, you know, UPL's got to prove himself. I mean, he's got this year, next year, and after that, Levi, I don't know if Portello will ever be here or he's, not. I mean, we hear different things, but he, he's just got to – this is it. This is a seed breaker make season, whether it's in I, Rochester or here. I think that I think this is the last year for UPL, really. That's what I'm saying. Well, I'm saying this well, – I not I don't even think it would be next year. I I think it's literally this year, and that's it. Because Levi's coming in at the end of the seat when his college season's over, he's gonna. That's what I meant. So he's got this year, next year. Levi wouldn't be the Sabers next year. But that's no, no, no. Levi wouldn't be on the Sabers. But I think if UPL doesn't show it this year, I think he's as good as gone in the off season. Because Levi's coming in, like they'll. I don't think the team has a problem with if UPL does doesn't show anything. I don't think they have an issue with moving him next year, next summer's, uh, like at the at the draft or during the summer at any point really. And then what's they his can, contract right now? Well, he signed a two year deal. All right, he signed um, a two year deal with this year being a two way and next year's a one way. 
So really, this is it for UPL because if he if he if he shows something this year, he's he's got a spot next year guaranteed as at the very least like the one B or the backup to to Comrie because right. Comrie's here for next year too. And then yeah. you have and then they'll sign Levi and he'll be the number one in Rochester. But I don't think they have a problem with trading UPL if he doesn't show it this year, and then just signing another guy to be their backup next year. You know, yeah, and then, then Levi, and then Levi's still the starter in Rochester. Right, they have to get younger at some point, and when not bringing the Anderson types in, you know, it seems like you know the Allmark never. I don't know if Allmark was ever given a real fair chance here, but he was another guy who had Jinji Bug when he was here, you know, and uh, I don't know, it'll be interesting. It'll be yeah, interesting to see what happens. They, obviously, UPL going down to Rochester, I think makes makes the most sense just because waiver free, you know, you don't got to worry about that. And they, the team has been preaching about they need, they want him to get more games. More, the more the games, the better for him. Right. So him going down to Rochester and playing as many games as humanly possible makes all the sense in the world. You know, you want him to be up here with Comrie as being like a one A one B, but I don't think the team thinks he's the team either doesn't think he he's ready for that or they but and they value him just playing just just right. playing games is the biggest thing and i think this team is is a lot higher on Comrie than i think most people like to like to admit oh, he's, not, he's you know, only 27, 27. yeah that's a, he they, 26 they really like they believe in him enough to where they did, did feel comfortable bringing anderson back Right, and having keeping him as a backup. I know, like obviously, you know, with how he with he, him, you know, Anderson played well at the end of the season. The team was winning games and everything, but like you, it's still just such an. Uh, it's still it's it's not good tactics to want to have a forty year old backup. No, it's not. No. You'd be much better off having UPL as the backup. And I thought UPL played well enough to earn that spot. I was gonna in every season. That's why I thought how his preseason goes would make it depend. Maybe he's only going to be down there for ten games. Who knows? I mean, you put Anderson; he, he would have he would not have been claimed off waivers. Um, I you never did, know. He would you ne- just you never know. Yeah, right. You never know. But I mean, you know, would you blame a team like two teams? I can think of um, Arizona and Chicago. Would you blame anyone, either one of those teams, for claim to claim Anderson because? Chicago's got Morazic as and Stalock as their two goalies. They could they could have taken Anderson if they wanted to, if he was there. And then Arizona's going with Velmecca and Connor Ingram as their two goalies. They could have taken Anderson if they wanted to. Yeah, but is Arizona really a hockey team? No. I think they're just they're just they're like the WHA to me or something. I don't no. know the difference. <laughs> um, yeah. you know, I want to talking about you. I don't know. I honestly didn't pay much attention to the Sabres preseason. I watched a few minutes of the game. It was on TV or night. I don't know how many of them were on TV. What what did they play? Would they go four and two? All right. Yeah. I don't even know. All right. Yeah. I know Comrie got rocked there at night, but he wasn't getting much of a fair chance for the lineup. But we'll see. We'll see. It seems, it seems like Adams knows what he's doing. Um, I think he's had another good offseason. It, it's funny. Before we go into the rest of the lineup, this was a summer where, you know, we're going into the year say, oh, well, we got to finally – we need something this, some. But nobody – Fan, a lot of fans thought uh, to be hired like for a Quinn or for especially Patrick to even make this. He boy, where are we gonna fit him? It's like, yeah, people are forgetting to see about that good. I mean, he got hot late after March first. They were one best, one of the best teams in hockey, and maybe that's what we're becoming now. But you know, uh, 
I think Quinn and Paterka, those are two faces that are going to be different this year. Uh, power. There's three players that were not on the team last year for the most part. So we'll just say they weren't. We're not going to count anything less than 10 games doesn't count. Mm-hmm. Shows, I mean, you know, when trying to say, well, I can't compare this, this team too much to, to the team two years ago. The turnover is so different. You know, maybe the net, the question that's Kyrie's got to be a little bit better. He might be terrible. He might be really good. And we always, you know, is if the defense is better, the goaltending should be better. If the defense is better, the forwards should be better. Um, you know, um, I'm, I thought Pilou would make this team because I always liked him a lot. And um, see, I I think the waivers thing is the same thing. Why Pilot yeah. didn't make the team? He could Pilot yeah. can go through waivers and go to Rochester. You know, doesn't need doesn't need it. Or he doesn't need to yeah. go on waivers. Whereas Fitzgerald right. did, and Fitzgerald being a right shot guy immediately makes him valuable. Right. I can see why they would keep Fitzgerald over Pilot, but I agree. I think, you know, I, I I thought Pilot was incredibly impressive. In fact, like I wouldn't have blamed the team one bit if they had put Bryson on waivers and kept Pilot up as the third as a third pairing defenseman, but you know, what can you do there? Yeah, it's, Bryce. It's waivers ha- having to go through waivers and not having to go through waivers does play a big part in players making the team or not, you know, especially these yeah. lower lower tiered roster players yeah i, I yeah i think the goal is going to come down to how much better the defense is um you know i i'm not you know i'm not all the xg guard nothing like that I, next week we might have a guest guest on that you can talk more of the xg factors and everything yeah. else so that's not me but uh <laughs> i you know i'm more of the you know i mean i you know me i think plus minus is the worst in the world and a lot of times when you have bad goaltending plus minus is going to you know to be more of a team People don't look at the team stat I do, but you know, so we'll see if the goaltending can be a little bit better, but it being our defense better, it could, you know, it could be. And then we could, you know, Airson can play maybe. That's the thing. Like, we're not even asking for elite goaltending, just asking no, for. You don't average. need it. Yeah, exactly. No, That's exactly like, it. You just need average to win in this league. And exactly if it. Comrie can bring, if Comrie can replicate some of the numbers he had last, last season as the backup. In Winnipeg, he played like twenty games last season. If he, if he can, if he can have similar numbers over a longer stretch of games, like at the very least double the amount of games, then I don't see how this team can't be winning games this yeah. year. I mean, maybe we get ninety points, which is not. I always say, "What's well, not the playoffs? We don't, we don't know." I mean, you know, it can come down. I mean, a he was little a bit. Ni- Comrie was a nine twenty goalie last season. That would probably, you know, with just give me, give me somewhere, just give me somewhere in between nine ten to nine fifteen consistently, and yeah, I, I think definitely. this team will be fine. Yep, and the, the shot quality has to be less than it's been. I mean, you got to give these goalies a chance. That's where our defense, you know, we'll, we'll go into the defense here. So we, we think we the goalie situation settled for now. Um, well, real quick before we move off them. So what are you thinking, like? Two games, Comrie, one game, Marison, two games, one game. Is that, is that what kind of split you're seeing? Or you think it's two um, to one? Not I, time. Think, I think they're going to go with Comrie a lot to start the year, Start at least as we get things going. Just off um, to the start. They don't, have, they don't have a lot of back. In fact, their first back-to-back games aren't until November. So right away, I mean, they could easily go – have Comrie start. You know, they got they're gonna play three, six, nine, ten games before they even have their first of uh, first back to backs. But you can't have Anderson is, on the bench for a month either. 
Yeah. You know, so I can see I can <laughs> I can see Comrie getting, you know, eight of the first ten games. And and get him like and get him really like going with the guys in front of him. So go for a regular yeah. basis. I right. they start off Thursday against Ottawa, Saturday Win. Florida. Saturday, mm. Florida, and then they go on their Western Canada trip. So well, right it's not, I look what I said, that's really early. That's okay. Yeah. That's a, that's a Boston one at all the time for Biden after Florida stuff. after floor after Florida on Saturday they don't play till next week Tuesday and that's again that's in Edmonton Edmonton yeah. Calgary Vancouver then Seattle um, so yeah. I can see Comrie getting Ottawa Florida and then prob maybe like maybe you know one of Edmonton and Calgary or Calgary Anderson might get the other one. And then they would probably give Comrie Vancouver, Seattle, you know, something like that. And then you have Montreal when you come back home, which I, that could be an Anderson start there or Chicago too. same thing. You know, one of the two Comrie gets the other one. And then they have Detroit a couple of days after Chicago on Halloween at, and then Pittsburgh on the following Wednesday. So no, that's November 2nd. So like that's the first 10 games and you can see Comrie getting at least eight. Maybe he gets seven. That's like more probably like seven. Cause Anderson, you got to give him in games when you're older goalie. Like you're going to have, yeah, you're going to have, you're going to have to give Comrie a break. That's why I feel like, that's why I feel like on the, on the, the on the Western Canada and Seattle road trip, they'll give, they'll give Comrie like three of the games and Anderson will get one. Yeah, that would be but, my guess. I always play too. I mean, if he's, if he's hot and you know, I, I think early in the season you want to give him both some action, go from there, and as we go down, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting how he how he splits them up. I I, um, I think I think they want to really establish Comrie as that number one though. They are. I think the team is that high on him yeah. that they I mean, think he can be the yeah. he can be like a good starter for them. Yeah, is he the first goalie for Adams brought in? Because UPL was already here. Well, he brought in Anderson, but I mean, as far well, as younger goalies. This is, his, this, oh, is, this is his first – he traded for, for Levi, Levi, but, like, yeah. this is his first – his guy that's yeah. going to play. You know, like, Anderson was brought here last year because they needed a guy. They needed a guy. They needed bodies, really. They just needed bodies. That's why Anderson and Dell were signed. And Malcolm Subban is not it. Malcolm Subban was a was – a, well, they got him for nothing, so it's whatever. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I was hoping he'd be surprising people. But he can sing. All right, he's he's a guy for Rochester too. You know when he's yeah. healthy, uh, oh, that's okay, right? Comrie, this is com. This is like this is Adam's guy. You know, Comrie and Levi are both Adams. Adams's guys, and he's hoping that one or both of them pan out. That's right. you know that's what he's really to me. That's why he's hedging his bet on. All right. Um, we'll see. We'll Comrie see. has the numbers to show yeah. that he can be he can be a good good starter. Um, Wasn't there another goal in your, we thought they were going to go for it and it didn't happen? Now Comrie was the guy a lot of people talked about. Just another goal. Comrie was the favorite amongst like the free agent goalies because yeah, like I, a lot of people were mentioning Campbell as a potential option. I yeah. just never thought that was realistic at yeah. all. You know, I, I always thought he was going to go to a contending team or stay in Toronto. Where do you go? Um, Edmonton. I mean, it's gonna take me a while to get used to where we went. So, um, Kemper was like a late, a dark that, horse. That so I was the guy. Maybe, That's the guy. That's the guy. I was hoping. I never thought he was that realistic, unless like for do some you reason. Got the best never, one? Do, you, do you like who got them? I think Comrie's the one with the best upside out of the free agent goalies that from right. from the summer. He, I mean, he's the young. He's the young. He's the youngest. I mean, right. Campbell's almost 
is around 30 and Kemper's <laughs> in his 30s too. And those are the top four. Yeah. And then Holpe was the other guy, but he retired. Come on. So yeah, no, I don't we know. Like, 27 is probably just about right. This guy is a, 27 you know, is probably still, just about right. Young, yeah. young and for goalie. UPL has got a year to right. So we'll see. Yeah, I think it's about right. Because he could play for, for five years. That'd be fine. You know, maybe, you know, whatever. You know, look at uh, Anderson's 40. So, yeah. all right, we're going to come back in a second here. Uh, we're going to do uh, we'll do a quick spot today. We'll come back and talk about the defense. And uh, so, and here it's a Monday night on the Ranting Cast. Me and Frank just shooting the crap, talking Sabres hockey. Thursday night, the Buffalo Sabres are back. Boy, it came quick. And uh, be right back. Tonight's show is brought to you by John and Mary's, a Buffalo tradition for pizza, subs, and wings since 1952. From hoagies, subs, and wraps to traditional pizza and wings, John and Mary's menu is packed with old-time flavors and a few modern twists on classic recipes. You could cool down with Perry's ice cream or warm up with a cup of homemade soup. If you're not in the mood for pizza or wings, we have plenty of other options. Seafood platters, burritos, fresh salads, and more. There is something fresh and delicious for everyone at your table. Catering, online ordering, and delivery options available. Here, we're back back with the ranting cats, Frank and Ron here. <laughs> you, did that, you did that really good. You know, I lost that, and I keep, I'm waiting for you to go, ah! Because yeah. you sound like Kevin when you're going, and more. And, so, and more. <laughs> you know, but then you change your clothes real fast. How'd you do that? Um, very quick. <laughs> All right, so let's hit the All defense right. here. Yeah. Power, Darlene, who else? Power, Darlene, Labushkin, Samuelson, Yoki Haru, Fitzgerald, and Bryson are the Leibuskin. seven. seven Labushkin. Okay, let's talk about. I don't even know. I know. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> I never, you know, it's, I, I remember we got him, but I'm like, I can't tell you who. He's not a household name as far as I know. No, so, like, this is so. Here, okay. If we backtrack to to the start of free agency, start of this, you know, early July, late June, post draft, everything, I was pounding on the table saying Comrie would be a good option for the Sabres in Nets to sign, yeah. and I also said Libushkin would be too. You did. I called. I remember reason, that. and I have my reason. I've always had my reason for it. Comrie, high upside. He played well. He's the, he has the best numbers out of the free agent goalies who's played a lot of who play who's played enough games um and with him being so young mean, means if you give him more of an opportunity there's a better chance that he will he can replicate or uh have similar numbers maybe not as good but still be similar that's why in the last second i said just give me 9 10 to 9 15 and i'll be happy because that's average um libushkin however if you want offense out of him Good luck, because you're never getting it. He's not an offensive guy at all. Surprisingly, that's power. Right. Well, so surprise. However, surprisingly, he's really good at getting the puck to the nets from the point. So, but he's way better defensively in his own end. That's why he signed. That's why you bring him in. He's he's going to help them out in their own end, which has been an issue for the team for a long time. Um. Now, where he plays in the lineup is gonna is gonna depend. I feel like he's gonna play third pairing with Bryson. Uh, I think you know Bryson Labushkin makes a ton of sense as well. Bryson's a guy who does struggle in his own end a lot. He's more of a puck mover. He's more of a push push it up, push the puck up the ice, push the pace 
So Libushkin's a guy who's going to help steady things on the th on the bottom part of the D of the decor and with Bryson. Power and Yokoharu seem like that that's going to be the second pair. Um, we can have our thoughts with Yokoharu and everything. Uh, he's becoming, no, I hate to say it, yeah. Risto light. He is. Yeah. He's just not. He's not. He but hasn't, he turned it on the last couple of games last year, like last. So month that's. Too. But see, so that's the thing. That's the thing we have to remember. Was it him or was it because he was with Power? But sometimes Power's takes, numbers were really good. That sometimes that's what it takes. So it's just the right chemistry. Um, right. You know, you just don't know. You know, reading something. You just funnier. don't want. You just don't want Power's power to get negatively affected by Yoki Hari. Maybe, it, but if he powers that good, maybe it won't. Maybe he'll be able that, to. What? That's you know. well. That's that's why they're going to start the season together. Then we'll find out. I'm reading. And something then Samuelson and Darlene will be the first pair. Darlene, I you know. Oh yeah. Samuelson, my gosh, yo, it's funny actually. Like I'm just not in hockey mode over the summer, and. You know, and not like Bill's playing. I, I look at Bill's playing. Who, who's that? Like, what's that number? I they change numbers all the time. So it takes me a while to get revved up. There's so many big changes, and I'm too old to remember that stuff. So, but I'm reading this. Eli Labuskin never enjoyed facing the Sabers. Now he wants to help them win. New, uh, well, uh, help them win. The new Saber defenseman Eli Labuskin has appeared in 211 games across four NHL seasons. Never faced the Sabers. So why did you like him? Uh, it, his, the number, you know, even looking at the numbers, he's a very good defensive guy. He's good in his own end. He's, he's a, he's hard. He's hard to play against. Um, who would you compare things? him to? Uh, I, it's I hard to compare, but like, if you try it's to, hard to compare, player, but like, you know how, you know how the present, you know how, uh, back in the Miller Vezina season, yeah. How uh, how good the Talinder Myers I was gonna say was. No, and Lumen. He's kind of like the Talinder to for the team now. I, th I thought you might go with Jay McKee because McKee wasn't a big scorer or nothing point here, but he, he played real steady. Well, defense, so. it's more of like what the, the presence is of what he's trying to bring. It's that's kind of where I I feel like they have that he he's looked at. He's he's like he's okay. He's here to steady down a a, a younger a younger player on the team right now. Right. And to me right now, that's Bryson. And they, and if things don't go well, either with Bryson or the power Yoki Haru pair is abysmal because of how bad Yoki Haru is, I could see them moving Labushkin up to pair of power. You know, and for the same reason, you know, he, he'll steady down the defensive side while power can push it more offensively. Yeah, I, I think, you know. It's why I think the Samuelson-Dalene pair works. Samuelson right. plays the same role as Labushkin does. So now, so it's like, now you got two guys for that on, in your decor to help steady, steady down defensively. I mean, with how well Samuelson played last season, it's no, it really shouldn't be a surprise that they're going to continue having him with him and Darlene together. If, right. And if that gets Darlene going right away to start the year, I mean, yeah. that's, that's another big question for this team too, is can Darlene main play a full season the way he played in the second half last yeah. year? He's can, never he done to, that. He's got to stop. The right. The, it's the slows. Yeah. He's got to get off to a fast start, not a slow right. start, which is, has been an issue right. for him. But, but he's never had a finish like that ever. Like that was, he's also that never, was him. Yeah. He hasn't like, he hasn't had a, the presence that Samuelson brings. Right. Consistent. And he's consistent playing on this. He's playing on the other side now, which is what he played. Everyone said, now he's going to play on the outside, but that's the side he played his whole time. And so when we mm. switch them sides, I wonder how that negatively affect them. We do have a comment there. I I I don't read that language. So whoever did set that comment, I'm oh, sorry. I, I'd ignore that. Yeah, I figured that's probably coming to my junk thing. I don't know. 
Um, that, that looks like spam. Yeah, yeah, probably. You know, but Haley says, but Darlene yeah. now on his right side. If that and that's going to be his more comfortable side, and if that's where they're yeah. going to keep him, then I don't yeah. see how he can. You know, yep. him and Samuelson is going to be really good together. I mean, yep. and Samuelson will cover up his mistakes. Remember, before Dolly made a mistake. Oh, we had no one. Darlene can now not be in fear and just, just and I know, I know. Uh, Granado's gonna let him play his game. They're not gonna hold him back. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it just Granado's gonna Granado's. I think is a really good coach here, and I think he's gonna, you know, be, do something here. You know, I think I think we have a good tandem here, just like with the Bills. I think Granado knows guys' finger, and you know, people, a few people have already asked and brought up. You know, yeah, he's good for now. I mean, we might not be the guy taking it top. I, I, how can anyone ever say that? You never know. I mean, every coach starts somewhere. I mean. You know, I, it's just, I just, that's always been a weird thing to me when people say, yeah, well, you're a coach, but he can be the guy to take you. How do you know? So, well, you know, I, I know our defense. Okay. So you got the top two of Darlene and Samuelson, Power and uh, Yokiharo. And then the last three, you got Bryson. Bryson Labushkin will be the third pair. Oh, yeah. Fitzgerald's going to be the seventh defenseman. Yeah. Where, where are you on um, Fitzgerald? He's he's a seventh defenseman. That's about it. At at best, I, I think you know. I don't. He's not a guy who should be playing every night. Um, if they would, I, I honestly wouldn't have been surprised if they decided to waive him for Rochester and keep Pilot. Yeah. I thought that would have made more sense to do. Um, but they value. I would say the team values uh, having being able to put players on waivers to go to or not on waivers. Don't have to. Don't have to go on waivers to go to Rochester first. And then the one, you know, the borderline guys who have to go on waivers, they'll keep them instead. Um, I can understand it, uh, but Fitzgerald to me, I, I don't really think he brings much more than what we saw last season. Yeah. I don't even know who's in the minors right now that I thought last year would come up. Why is Bach? Is he a defenseman? No, he's a forward. No, who's um, the defenseman I'm thinking of down there last year? Laxon. Yeah. Laxon. That's the guy. Double A. Okay. Um, but he's no, he's not nothing that they thought. Even then, I, I mean, I, I don't look at Laxton any more than I do Fitzgerald. Same thing. Like they don't really have many. Uh, they, the only real NHL caliber defenseman in Rochester now is Pilot. Realistically, right. that that's it. Um, the other guys that they signed, Chase Prisky, Jeremy Davies, Kale Clegg, are just Rochester guys. They're if they're those guys are coming up, then we got like multiple injuries on D. Yeah. Is my that would be my thing. I think Pilot's going to be first D call up, um, and hopefully he's the only guy they call up. Really, yeah. yeah. So our our defense is probably the best setup in a long time. It has both. the chance to be the best decor, especially when you look at the top four. It has the chance to be like the best that they've had since the conference finals teams. That that and again that, that and leads. you're looking at. I mean, you're looking at a decor right now that based on just the top four are 19, 22, 22, and 23 years old. And and if you look at the decor as a whole, Ilya Lebushkin is the oldest, right? Well, as a whole, in terms of the top seven, Lebushkin's the oldest at 28. Well, let's go to the top four. I mean, just the top really four, Yoki Haru is the oldest at 23. 23, and then that's right. Darlene okay, so. and Samuelson are 22, and Power is 19. Right. 
So you're looking at you're looking at what could be one of the best up and coming decors in the league. Which helps just the because defense, of the age, the just because of the age and yeah. the pedigree of Dalian and Power being two number one overall picks. Okay. I mean, you're looking at you're look well, you're you're looking at the potential of what Nashville's decor was for a while. And they went to the finals, and they went so. to the finals. They 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 have a they have a, it's been really good for them. Um, yeah. Just with the talent all around. I mean, you look at how good Tampa, the Lightning's decor is. You look at how good Colorado's is. Like, you're looking at a decor that has the potential to be on that kind of level, especially, and that, and that would definitely be the case if Darlene plays the way he does, if Power plays the way he does. Yeah. All right. That's the defense. We're going to take one more commercial break. We'll come back and wrap it off with, wrap it up with talking about the offense and, the Sabres choice and captain be right. Be right one here. Located in the heart of Buffalo's theater district, the Buffalo Dinosaur Barbecue occupies a former vault that stored movies for Universal International Pictures. Dinosaur Barbecue has been in Buffalo since 2014 and is located on 301 Franklin Street. Looking for a food stop after your day trip to Niagara Falls? Only 30 minutes away. Back at it with the final segment of the ranting cast. It is Frank and Ron. We're going over the whole Sabres lineup, the whole roster. We've looked at the goalies. We've looked at the defense. Now it's time to look at the forwards. They kept 14 guys. Um, obviously, there's there's also injuries too. Um, but let's so let's take a look at it. You know, just as a whole, just as a whole, right now. Um, I'm I'm gonna go with what the lineup was in practice today. So line one. From Lance Lysowski on Twitter, Skinner, Thompson, Olafson. Olafson, Olafson. I'm surprised he's up there because he seemed to be a one-trick pony, and I can't remember. But didn't he really change that the last 20 games where he really came he, into his own for a ball-around player? Well, so his problem last year was he he got hurt. He had a wrist injury, yeah, and that affected That's his right. shooting. Up until like the last, you know, month, yes. month of the season. And then he really started to pick it up. Yes. But yes. his five on five play over the last couple of years has gotten better. But I, I think he's still just a power play guy. But having him having him play with Skinner and Thompson, maybe that helps him a little bit more. I don't know. I can't obviously predict that. It's obvious they want to spread tucks influence and his impact onto younger players so if we go into the second and what's listed well, the as the second line, line let's, let's stick with the first line still here all right so skinner who did he earn the first line and does he really earn it does he need more time on the fourth i mean line? you've got no reason to split up skinner and thompson with what, what they did last skinner, season skinner should be on the fourth line for a little while i'm earning his way up right that's the way this works skinner no. thompson yeah. skinner can thompson hit 30 goals again i see why not certainly why possible not? yeah absolutely you know same skinner thing with skinner Right, Skinner's a good goal scorer. I think that it just seems like there's no defense on that forward line at all. Not one guy that you can trust them. Usually, you have one of the wingers can play a little D. I mean, I don't know, Thompson, maybe he'll learn more playing at the center, but Skinner definitely doesn't play his own end. It'll be interesting. That'll be, that'll be like Skinner. 
is a lot better. Skinner's a lot better in his own end than it likes to be made out to be because he can be very hard to play against. And he's he's a lot like Skinner. We forget that he can be a pest in a massive way. Right. Um, We've seen it before. You know, we saw it in his first year here and we saw and I think we saw it at times last year. Like you could see you see him make a play or score a goal and he's just harping at the other team. At, yeah. at, right after I, I i've seen that multiple times yeah. um hey real quick I mean, this is my junior producer back here he did a lot of the ranting a lot of the show <laughs> on saturday working the computer so this, nice. is, this is oliver so he's gonna be helping me out he wants to learn how to do nice. some of his tricks in the trade so yeah i'm almost done but so you know what's funny is another thought too is if you have so much offense on that first line best defense is a good offense you stay in the other end of course who, who they're playing with on who will be on the ice with his defense will help too so yeah that'll be really interesting we could that could be a running gun line for sure and then we go on to line two we say tuck at least what's and, listed as line two we have tuck middlestad at center and jack quinn which middlestad at center i thought he was gonna go to wing i really did i I, you know, I think they still want to see what he, see if they if he can still break out. I mean, it felt like last year he was prime for to be, have at least a breakout year for himself, because um, he played well in the COVID year after Kruger was fired. Yeah. Uh, so you thought, me, but then he got hurt. You know, yeah. he had multiple yeah. injuries last year, yep. so it kind of really stunted him. Yeah. Um, I think it, you know now that he, they're gonna keep have Tuck with him and Quinn. I mean, you got we know what Jack Quinn's all about. That he looked yeah. awesome in the preseason. Um, having the defensive presence of Tuck and having that having that leadership, having you know a guy who's been there, who's been there, done that, uh, should hopefully help out Middlestad. Quinn scored and, twenty goals this year. What's that? Quint? Oh, Quint scored yeah. 20 goals. Oh, yeah. People, could, some yeah. people over summer say he might not be ready for NHL. I'm like, what? <laughs> it was with, just what so he did, of- with what he did in Rochester last year yeah. and then carrying that over to through training camp and preseason, yeah. he 100%. He didn't have a great playoff last year for Rochester, but talking to people will say, actually, he played well, especially like the last couple of games. He wasn't really putting a bucket up, but he was playing well. And you know, playoffs are very short, very different animals. So, and it's and it's Rochester. I'm sorry, but you know, AHL is just different. You know, and some player, you know, he has 20 goals. That would be interesting. Or so that that's gonna be a really good line too. We that's might, we might. I mean, and then you look at the third line of Krebs, Cousins, and JJ Paterka. Now, um, you know, you're looking at that as like Cousins is a guy who who could is primed to have a breakout season. Krebs is primed to improve on what he did last year too and who knows what you're gonna get out of out of paterka you know right. but that right that right away is on is on push the pace offensive well, Lance third line the buffalo, and yeah. lance of the buffalo news he said that cousins is prime for a possible breakout year like his year so you know if everyone stays healthy you know i've been down this road before you know like you know, oh yeah like you know if it is. It's a lot of this, but eventually, eventually, you just got to be good. It's hockey. Eventually, you're going to be good. And just like, you know, and you forget about the past. Quickly. Look at the Bills. Terrible for a long time. Now, all of a sudden, look, they're like, you people forget about the drought. It's because, you know, it has been a tough 11, 12 years. But if you're, this is a hockey town, no doubt. Just like it's a football town, but it's a hockey town. And the fans don't just be good. Just start getting good. These fans will be back. I don't see to be filled. You know, we, we set off strong in those first few games. Fans will be back. I think this team really looking at it. I trust Adams. I trust – I like the coaching. I, I Right now, again, 
yeah, year to year, last year, last 30 games were best. That doesn't always carry over, but maybe that is the start of something. I mean, you know, certain teams are good for a long time. I mean, Boston is getting older, and, you know, Washington's getting older. Pittsburgh's getting older. They brought back a lot. Everyone seemed to be back to guys who thought they were going to lose, but they are older. So I think a, a young team like Florida, I'm not sure where Tampa's at. Tampa, I, I, you know, Tampa's right in the middle, so they're going to be good, but I'm saying they're not old, they're not young, they're there. I, you know, you got to look at, well, who can Buffalo pass to get in the playoffs? I, don't, I, I would love to see the playoffs this year. Do we need it? No. But if we can, if, we, if we're sitting here after St. Patrick's Day and we're in the proverbial hunt, like, wow, we're five points out of a playoff spot, 10, 10, 15 games to go, I mean, you know, it'd be great. But I'm hoping. I mean, I, we're going to be a young team, but, you know, who cares? NHL's a young league now. Yeah, and when it comes to playoffs, at least, I think playoffs. anybody who works, who covers the team, will tell you that they're not—they're not saying that this is playoff or bust for them or oh, playoffs no, no, no. at all. They, right. I think, they understand. Like Adams and Granado understand that this is still a building year, but this is a year to get all your to get your some of your young, more young guys entrenched in the NHL and try to build that culture of winning that they'll be that they're expecting to be better than last season, but still might but maybe still be. have just have another taken just still like a one step forward kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I think the team believes that next year is the year you go for the playoffs. You go, yeah. that's the year you, you, they make the moves. I mean, this team will tell you, no, it's this year, every year's playoffs. They'll tell well, you that. That's the players. But they know, right. The, the, the players, the team itself. But us out here, I think if we could, um, you know, we have, if we just get like 89, 90 points, if we could just, again, if we're in the conversation to give us help, I mean, if we come out with a 75 point season, that's just nowhere. That, that meant nothing. It, it just, you know, unless, I mean, a lot would have to go wrong for us to accept a 75-point season. So, you know, we'll see. That, that'll come up in our predictions segment. Next. So let's go on to, uh, before we hit the predictions of our season, let's talk about the captaincy. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people thought it was going to be Tuck. I know you, when you had uh, Brian Cozo on, thought that it made more sense at Poso, probably his final year in the NHL. I'm just saying it's going to be. It may not be. Buffalo might bring him back two, three years ago. No one wanted to They were trying to sell off that contract fans, of course. But now, you know, he's in his last year, possibly to say it. We're giving the captaincy. Young players need to look up to a guy like that. I'm not saying that you couldn't have been Tuck. I don't know these players. I don't know what they're like in the locker room. I don't know, like, for all we know, Tuck could be just a total jerk and don't like somebody. He looks good in front of people. Now, nah, I mean, he doubted he is. But I trust the coaching staff and people around that they know who are the leaders of this team. You don't need a letter to be a leader. Tuck's going to be that leader. I'm not worried about it, you know. So, Tuck's going to be a leader. That's the thing that people have to know. Like, yes. sir, Tuck could be the next captain after Oposo, for all we know. It could be Dali. It could be Cousins. Who knows? Who knows? It all, but Oposo made the most sense. As My money's on Dali. It wasn't, it wasn't the play. Listen, your captain does not have to be your best player. No. It not. never does. It go. It should always be the guy who shows who's who everyone on the team looks up to. Every yeah. the, there's always one guy on the team that ev that every NHL team has that all the players go yeah. go like they look up and, and think yeah you you're who I who you're yeah. who I trust the most. Yeah. You're who it's I if I need some if I have a question you know especially if you're a young guy 
if I have a question on being a pro, you know, how to be uh, be a good good pro hockey player and everything, the you always have a guy that you can go to for that, and that's usually should be the cat the captain yeah. of your team. Yeah, Kyle Posner makes the most sense for that role because yeah. he. I mean, look at look at when we look at last season. He was looked at as the team dad. Yeah, he was a guy. All the young yep. guys on the team look up, looked up to. He was the guy who had the. He scored twenty goals last time. year. He scored he, and he scored twenty goals last. He scored twenty goals. I mean, that yeah, came out of nowhere. Like the contract, we we all know the contract has been bad. We know yeah. that, and yeah, I mean, fans have been trying to sell it off, but it, it's like, okay, he what hasn't like what hasn't he done to earn it? Right. Earn the captain, like absolutely okay. He didn't live up to the contract he signed. Great. If you look at the contracts from that summer, from that summer of 2016, how many of them, how many of those players who signed big contracts actually lived up to it? Like, I hope we play. That's <laughs> typically what happens in free agency anyway. Yeah. More often than hurt. not, you always hurt. And he's he's been hurt, and mm -hmm. I mean, God says in the for his first year here, he was in the ER after a concussion, like. Oh. It's, it, it's just things that ha it's those are just things yep. that happen, but he's but yet Apostle has continued to be here. He's never he as far as we know, never asked for a trade, never wow. never was gonna hold out or sit out because he was frustrated with the team. He always he stuck it out. He and he took over a leadership like when Kevin Adams came in and you know everything was going on down with Eichel, you know, move being traded and whatever and not being with the team he he's like he stood up and he took control of the, of the locker room yep, and and guys like alex tuck just helped with that like yes he's absolutely. following in Akposo's footsteps yep. more and gergeson's doing that and gergeson has been here yeah you know throughout the whole thing he's the yep. one guy who's been here for all of the losing all yep. of it and I think he's he's deserving of an A of an A as well because yeah, of that. And you know, he's another guy who just shows who's shown the leadership. And you know, it doesn't need to be your best players. No, it, it doesn't. Here's the thing about captains. This is what I'll tell people. And you know, and for me, captain is not about the, it's about they know who the leader is in the locker room, they know everything. To me, today in the NHL, and this is just my opinion, I think it's I think it's a thing, is a lot of times captains, uh McDavid, um, Eichel was here, Austin Matthews. I think it's about the face of the franchise. So they put a C on it because he's a K, he's a face of the franchise. People, when you talked about Buffalo, it's Michael and El McDavid and Sidney Crosby. And I, I, I'm sorry, not every superstar can also be their best leader. So I think a lot of times it's just the face of the franchise. Um, like, you know, so on a serial by wherever they put that, and that's all the that others. People know who the real leaders are, you know? Um, yeah. That's my opinion. I think, and I think I'm, I'm, I think that's right. I think uh, <laughs> it's my opinion. So of course, I think it's right. But I, I do think a lot of times is you look at those players that you know, like the superstars, they get to see just more because you know they're the people. But when it comes to being leadership, you know, Eichel probably shouldn't have got to see, but he got it because he is the face. He was the face of the franchise, and you know, looking back, you, you, saw, you know, we'll never really know. You know, people don't like Eichel no more because we do what we read and stuff. But you know. Yeah, you hope a lot of that was just baloney, and he's just a good guy. But I, I don't know. That's how I feel about captains. I think Akposo being the C, that's a great thing. They called him dad. You might as well make it a D. But uh, you know, and you have your two A's in Gergensen's and uh, Darlene. I think Darlene is going to be uh, the next captain of the team. I think uh, hearing Paul Hamilton talk, but he's around him a lot, and so you know, 
you know, these guys get a little ribbon out there. But uh, he said they're, they be- he believes by the way they talk about him and they're grooming him to be that next captain. And uh, he was around here a lot for, um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, for, for with uh, poster here all the time. So, you know, and uh, it, it'll be exciting. I, you know, it'll be seeing how how Acosta, maybe they'll bring Acosta back for another year. And I yeah, would have a I mean, it's certainly possible that you know, got you know, guys like Oposo and <clears throat> even Gergensen's too, um, would get extensions. Um, and I don't know if the, I don't, there hasn't been any talk really that they're negotiating or anything. Yeah, um, they won't. They won't do this. I, be we'll see, I mean, we'll, I remember the both being UFAs. You know, we'll see. Like, if yeah. the team, if the team isn't doesn't seem, it really depends on where they're at. Probably come you know January February because. You know, if they're not in a playoff spot or don't think that or they're well out of it, you know, by they then, nice then you're looking at potentially, then, yeah, then you're looking at potentially yeah. trading both of those guys. Right. Basically, just for them, just not just because of really That's saying, why, yeah. Kind of, yeah. Not because, you know, they, they, they need to ask Alfonso, do you want to go to a playoff team? So you got two teams interested in there, or do you want to be here? Which team do you want to go to? You know, and Alfonso might say, no, I want to see this through. I'll stay here, which would be cool, you know. And people, and again, it never happens. People say, well, you can go to our team and come back in the summer. And that never happens. So I love when people say that. You hear it all the time. Oh, yeah, you can trade them and then think bring them back. You're right. So, um, but as far as resigning them, I think that, that would be next year type thing. I would, in the summer, I wouldn't even think they'd be talking about that now. So, you know, we'll we'll see. We'll see. So, all right. We're about to wrap it up here. Let's go with predictions here. Um, let's fire number of points. And I don't know where, I'm not going to predict where I might be able finish this. I think they'll be better than Ottawa. I think they'll be better than Detroit, um, and you know in our division, Montreal. I think they should be better. So there's three teams that, you know, Detroit's the, the one that they're gonna battle with, um, but I think they're gonna be better than Ottawa. I know a lot of people are high in Ottawa, and I don't, not, I don't see nothing there. And Montreal, of course, there's not that nothing there either. Montreal's so. still gonna need another year to build. Yeah, um, as, as with know, Ottawa, right now, I Ottawa. Think, yeah. Oh, I think. I think Ottawa is going to be good this year, um, but do I? I mean, I think I think Ottawa and Buffalo are better than Detroit right now. Which um, Detroit, I think, took a step backwards. I don't know why, but it just seems like they were trending. It seemed like they were kind of trending up, but then they just kind of, you know, leveled off. And I, I have a, we, for Ottawa and Detroit, I have a lot of questions on their defense yeah. and their goaltending for yeah. both those teams. I think, and I and I go with Ottawa with Detroit because I like Ottawa offensively. Right. I mean, so like, I think Detroit, I think both, I think all three teams, Buffalo, Ottawa, and Detroit are primed to take a step forward this year. Um, I mean, Buffalo at 75, Ottawa, or Detroit had 74, Ottawa had 73 points last year. They're all well right together. Right. Um, but we can prove I think goal. it's certainly possible that you're looking at, you can look at all three teams being anywhere between above 75 points and like below maybe like 95. Somewhere in that, year. so somewhere in like the 80s, somewhere in like the high 70s, 80s, low 90s. I think all three teams can be. You can make cases for to be in in that range. In that range. But now, obviously, how they do in the regular season against each other and the teams right. in their division as well is going to come down to it. But if we're looking at predictions, I think Buffalo will be around 88 to 90 points. That's right. I have them. I have right. a, a more. I'm probably closer to high 80s, if anything. But I think they're fifth in the division. All right, so fifth in the division. So who's ahead of Detroit? Who's ahead of who's Buffalo? Ahead? 
Yeah, like okay, so do you have Buffalo ahead of Montreal? Yeah. Do you have them ahead of Detroit? Yeah. Ahead of Ottawa? Yeah. Oh yeah, so that was only eight okay. teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm that's right. So I'm trying to think like okay, hold on. So Toronto's ahead of us. Oh, Toronto, Boston, Florida, and Tampa. Florida and Tampa. Yeah, okay, okay. You know, you're saying fifth. I'm saying, well, why don't you give me four? Can't do math on a Monday night, man. Uh, <laughs> so I, right in the middle. Until uh, until Boston shows that they're done, I I will I will continuously take them to be fourth in the division until uh, okay. un, until they show otherwise. They could take that they could take that final step back, you know, and be you know done completely done this year. They could be, but I don't I don't know yet. Um, Boston had 107 points last year, and that was without Krejci. And then, and that was with the with Olmark and Swayman all basically splitting the games, um, having the having some of their guys out for the first couple months does hurt, but they're still a good enough team just as a whole. And I think they hired a good coach that's gonna help, that's gonna be able to max to at least help them out defensively in Montgomery, Jim Montgomery, to where I still think like they're still at the very least like a ninety-five point team, and that'll yeah. be good enough to get them in the playoffs. Yeah, and I, I think yeah. they'll. I think you know at most they'll be like, they'll probably be like less than ten points ahead of Buffalo. Ooh, Boston. Yeah. Yeah, but Boston can finish if they finish fourth in our division. They may not make the playoffs. They they could not. It but depends how the other side might, does. So when so when I for my predictions I. I I have bought, I still have Boston making the playoffs. Yeah, so it's gonna depend on their different does. Yeah, I think we should be because I think we're on the same page a lot. I think we should be better than the three teams I had, better than that. Yeah, because when, when you take when you take the Toronto, Mets, Toronto, hmm. Toronto, Toronto I have Boston. them winning the division. Oh, I think Florida walks away the division. I think Florida I walks. I don't know because it really depends on what Bobrovsky you get. Oh, that's true too. And they almost blew it last year. I forgot about that. Yeah, no, they're gonna go at night more now, ain't they? No. I think Florida is going to be fine. I just don't. I just don't think they're going to be 122 points fine. Like I, mean, I can still be, see though. Florida being like Florida to me seems like a team that's going to be that could still be like 105 points. They they, they won one round last year, right? Or did they go out in the first? Yeah, they beat Washington. That's right. They, they got that swept went, by Tampa. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I thought Florida was going to be one and done, but Washington took them. Uh, it was close, but I am see. It's, I'm uh, once I get a hockey. The funny thing is, like. They put Samsonov in that series, and then he almost carried them yeah. to win that. They almost yep. like won they that almost series because of Samsonov. He played great. Now he's in Toronto. Yep. So that's right. So, so we'll if he continues that play, he'll you know, and he's better than Matt Murray, he could take the All crease. Right. And I that, so, and I think Toronto is just good enough. Matt Murray, that was the guy we almost got there. Now you find something we almost got. That was the guy, oh, and yeah. I'm okay with that. Okay, final prediction: Who plays who in the finals, and who wins the cup? Uh, I mean, it's early to. I know it's makes it fun. This. That makes yeah. it fun. You know, we all had Colorado um, last year. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm. It's not something that I've thought about at all, if anything. But I'll just take a shot of Derek for fun, and we'll look back at this in six months and laugh and say, "How the hell?" Huh. I'll go first. Okay, I'll go, go ahead. Min- I think I think it's gonna be the Minnesota Wild, come out of the West. I do. I think they're gonna be good. I think they miss it a while, and they're going to go up against the Florida Panthers. Mm. Mm. And oh, no so one now you're taking Florida. <laughs> no one will watch. No. Yeah. Um. Going? I'm gonna go. See, my brain says take Tampa again. That's a thing. That's kind of my thought. Is I, I can't. 
picking. I'm never going to pick against Tampa until they lose. So I'm going to go. Can't believe they want to cut. <laughs> no, Colorado won a cup. I'm going to say it's a. I'm going to go. A Colorado won a cup. Yeah. Like I'm going to say. Bet, I'm gonna, okay. I'm going to. Okay. I'm probably going to get a lot of slack for this, but I'm going to say it's Tampa Vegas. Vegas could. They're, they're, they're up. This is it. This is their final shot. The funny thing old, is, but... the fun. The funny thing is, is I have Vegas as my second wild card team. All right. So everybody, you heard it here. He's picking Vegas, and this will be Frank's last show on a rented cast. You know, that was good. All right. So that's it. It was a fun. It was fun just to meet and chat. You know, we don't always have to. You know, we don't always get cast. I think we'll do a little bit more of this throughout the season. Uh, and uh, we have hopefully a good guest come up next week. Uh, Frank's talk with someone. So. We'll know next week, Monday or Tuesday. So, and that that's all this tonight, folks. We're talking a little bit of hockey. It starts Thursday night. Um, if anybody ever wanted to come on, fans, honestly, just let me or Frank know. Hey, you just anybody, we're all just fans here. Just hey, can I come on and talk with you guys for a little bit? Absolutely, we'll put you on. We'll we just have a lot of fun with it. You know, I'm just a regular guy sitting here in my little studio. Frank says this little guy is sitting in the studio. We just we're, we're nobody special. So, just uh, say hey, I'd like to come on chat with you guys. We'd love to have anybody come on. So. You know, come on for a few minutes, you know. Some rules that we'll talk about first, but, you know, um, like a language and, uh, you know, because we have no buttons. But, uh, no, seriously, it'll be fun. So we are revving up for our uh, fourth, se- fourth season, fifth season, fourth season. This is our fourth season, mm-hmm. episode six. So we're on our fourth season already. Yes, I remember when I started this just before the pandemic was coming. So, you know. All right, Frank, great just talking, man. You got to work tonight. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna go to bed. You, I, you need to get my best stuff like five thirty. You must have been sleeping all day. I was. So, uh, you need it, man. So, all right, and um, so that's it. Sabers play next time we talk. The Sabers will have played at least one game, right? Two yeah. games, Thursday and Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. All right, folks. Everyone have a good night. This is the Ranting Cast. See you on the flip side.